Welcome to the Wedding Guest Extraordinaire podcast with me, Sarah Southern. Join me each week as I talk everything weddings, taking you from engagement to honeymoon, making sure that you really do enjoy planning your big day. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Wedding Guest Extraordinaire podcast with me, Sarah Southern. This week it's all about Hindus. Uh, I recently went on the Hindu for my friend Claire, which I organised, and I thought it'd be a good chance to talk about that and to ask my friend Rebecca to come on as she also is in the depths of bridesmaid activities and planning a Hindu. Uh, so yeah, hope you enjoy. Let's dive straight in. Hi Rebecca, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I've been wanting to talk about Hindus for some time, so I'm delighted that you were keen to share the secrets. I'm excited. <laughs> I feel like quite the expert at this stage. Because I think at the minute we're both about to be bridesmaids for our friends, aren't we? Who, oh, we are indeed. Who are you about to be bridesmaid for? I am about to be bridesmaid for uh, one of my university friends. Oh, lovely. I'm very excited. It will be my first bridesmaid duty. First time? Yes, first wow. time. I've only waited 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pouring my heart and soul into it. I think I've become more of a bridesmaid zilla than she has become a bridezilla at this stage. So super excited. And have you had much control over what you're going to get to wear? Uh, that's still in the discussion stages, but it's been very collaborative, actually. Good. It's been very good, so we're edging closer. We're at sort of ordering patches, is that Oh, yes, one? to get yes. the colour. Yes, to look at the colour and the texture yeah, is that it yeah, yeah. so um so yeah no she's she's been actually a delight and like super keen to make sure everyone's happy and in something that they like well i guess that means you've got to make sure that you organize a really lovely hendu for her so that she lets you wear a really nice dress this is an excellent point <laughs> yes yes that could be the bargaining yeah. element yeah i like definitely. that yeah so you're in the depths of bri- oh, I'd say bridesmaid planning, but I yes. guess it is Hindu planning at the moment. Yes, indeed. What What are the plans? How many people are coming on said Hindu? We've got. Uh, well, it was meant to be thirteen. Thirteen. Very, very worrying. Yeah. But we did actually have a drop out today. Sad times, but also now twelve. Less oh, stressful. Yeah, less, less unlucky. Yeah. So the uh, superstitious me is less worried. Um, yeah, and we are going abroad. Ooh, mm. goodness! Does the bride know she's going abroad? Uh, she does know she's going abroad because she did make it very clear she wanted to go abroad. <laughs> oh, so she put parameters out there as to what she. There were a few parameters. Happen. Yeah. It's, it's quite interesting because when you expect what your friend expects, as it were, from a Hindu. Trying to get that measured up. Yes. As my friend Claire, who I'm going to be bridesmaid for in June. Crumbs, that's this month. That is this month. That is nearly here. (laughs) That that is. Okay. Must get that speech written. Um, (laughs) She initially said, I want to go to Ibiza for my Hindu. And I was like, okay. My only concern with that is, is all of the people who you want to come won't be able to come. Yeah. Because going abroad, especially to an island like Ibiza, yeah. can be pri- quite pricey. And I think she did some maths and then came back and went. So what I thought would be really lovely <laughs> is if we hired a house somewhere in the UK 
Nice. Can we do that? Nice. So yeah. what's the rough plan? Because I know that you, your friend may listen in to the podcast. She so may I, well do. So I don't want it to be spoiled for no. her. So let's not reveal the location, but give some of the plans that you're you're thinking of doing. Yeah, well, we're away for two nights and uh, we're trying to do sort of a variety. I say a variety of activities. It's mostly centred around eating and drinking, uh, which I think is a good starting point. Um, so we're in a sort of... Um, I'm not like, will this be a spoiler? No. Uh, we're going to be in an apart hotel. Oh, nice. Yes. So that's quite a nice kind of compromise, but it will hopefully have a bit of a kind of communal feel. Um, and uh, and there's sort of stuff within walking distance. So, uh, yeah, it's just going to be a lovely, girly get-together and be nice to each other. So when you've been doing the planning, because I found this when I did Claire's the other month, yeah. is there were almost 20 people who came on her hand-do. That's punchy. It was, it was. And trying to get the date allocated to begin with yes, was a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> so I sent a doodle poll out to people yes. that they could fill in, which people filled in nice. at a glacial pace. <laughs> <laughs> and then we picked the date and we then had to decide where it was. Yeah. And we went for Kent because Claire lives in Jersey, so people are going to have to fly in yeah. there. Uh, her sisters live in Newcastle, so they were going to have to travel. Yeah. And actually trying to find a house for 20 people. It's quite challenging. Tricky. Quite yeah. challenging. So eventually we found this place in Kent that was really, really lovely. And also you could hire for two nights because loads of Hindu yes. type places, they're like three nights minimum. Yeah. And you're like, oh, brilliant. Let's spend loads of money for one of us to spend a night here because oddly enough, people have got to be back for work on Monday morning. Uh, but then I made everyone give a £100 deposit. Because I was like, I'm about to pay a load of money yes. to this house. So therefore, I was like, you've got to give me £100 coming. now. And if you drop out, you don't get that money back. Yeah, Have you been that ruthless with your hens? Um, yes, I think. <laughs> yes, I think I have been that ruthless. Well, I also, uh, I think, just so excited to be taking on the responsibility. That, oh, do you like organising? Oh, I love organising. I mean, I wasn't ever involved with brownies, but I think if I was, I'd definitely be brown owl potential. Yeah. Um, so the uh, minute we got the green light of the list, I was like, we are locking this down. We had our travel books within 48 hours. Uh, I had all the dates agreed within Doodle, obviously fantastic yeah. even for that number of people so um i just thought i wanted to get it organized we also have people coming in who are living and working in singapore and and she's actually living in the cayman islands so there was limited dates available so it was a bit like either you can or you can't yeah on these dates which made it a bit simpler but also i just thought well if we do it far enough in advance and we book the travel that people have to pay for then um then they're kind of locked in so yes i have been quite have been quite strict. I had to drop out of a Hindu once because my cousin then got married. Oh. So I paid all the money and then I then received the invitation <gasps> to my cousin's wedding. Oh. I was like, oh. So I couldn't then knock... Like, it was yeah. all just a bit of a nightmare. And I just accepted I wasn't going to get any of the money back. Yes. I was like, well, I don't think it's fair for somebody else to have to yeah. pay for my cousin's <laughs> organisation. Uh, but as it was, I ended up getting some of the money back, which I thought was yeah. very generous of them. But yeah. there was two people who dropped out of this Hindu and oh. they didn't get any of the money back because otherwise I would have had Well, exactly. I think that's fair. I mean, the dropout we've had has been very open about I'm more than happy to pay for my section of the accommodation as agreed because it was all booked on that yeah. number of people. Um, and I think we're going to have a look at the numbers and work out whether or not we need her to pay the whole thing because we haven't actually paid for the accommodation yet and all that sort of stuff. But I think that's fair. Definitely. 
So if you are planning a hendo at the moment, get a deposit. Yes, <laughs> yes. Do not bit have it so you're out of pocket. And, and over overestimate how much things are going to cost. Yes. Because things cost more yes. <laughs> than you anticipate. Uh, yeah. So I know you've been on quite a few Hindus, yes. I think. How many have you been on? Eight. Eight? Yeah. That's quite a number. Yeah, it's quite chunky. So when you've been on previous Hindus as a, an attendee, yeah. what have you enjoyed about them? Oh, Good question. Like, have you liked the games or um, the international element? Yeah, I think that the peak Hindu was Marbella. Marbella, yeah, amazing. that was amazing. Um, we had an incredible villa. We went to, I want to call it Ocean Club. It was very towy. It was, I mean, it was, you have to go in heels and full makeup and a lot of bling to lie by a pool (laughs) (laughs) and eat sushi (laughs) whilst looking glamorous. I think all of us under glamoured, if I'm honest. Um, So that was, that was an incredible one. And actually it was quite interesting because Hindus do end up being pricey. And whilst that was probably, it must have been the most expensive. It was the one I, I I don't want to say resent. It was the one that I, quibbled the cost the least because of the fun value was so high yeah i think it is really hard when you are planning a hendu trying to get the cost right yeah as ultimately people are having to give up i know they're going to enjoy themselves but they're still giving up a weekend yeah to go and celebrate someone often one of their closest friends so again it's fine but there's only a finite amount of weekends and i think as you get older Definitely. If you have got pesky kids yeah. and a bloody husband, like, you know, the, <laughs> the, the time that you get allocated certainly reduces. So I think people can be a bit like, oh, you want how much yeah. money from me? Oh, that's a firm no. Yeah, <laughs> you so Certainly for Claire's, I tried to budget it so that it was never going to be more than about £265, yeah. I think we, we came in at, which was everything so that yeah. was all your accommodation all your food all your booze yeah. all your activities that's amazing yeah i think we that's roughly what we were aiming for actually yeah. and i think as well as you said you know the, the majority of the bridesmaids are married with kids and our primary you know we did start looking at things further afield or more pricey and we're like but as you said then less people will come yeah. and we're like actually what jenny's going to want is for everyone to be there absolutely and that's what's going to make it fun yeah and actually i think from the weekend we had away, some of the best bits were just like the downtime where people were just yes. chit chatting. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we obviously did try and do some games yeah, to yeah. Uh, get a bit of team spirit yes. going. So, like on the Friday night, everybody had to dress up in a 90s outfit. Nice. That's uh, what we maybe do something similar on the Friday night of People hours. loved it. Yeah, we're going to have a dressing up element, I think. And what was most interesting about it was seeing what people took from the 90s yes. to then see what kind of teenager somebody Brilliant. was in the 90s. I like, loved it. So, like someone came Brilliant. dressed as um, like an Oasis fan, yeah. in essence, whereas other people were, like, were dressed a bit like Clueless. Yeah, uh, Me and my friends dressed as though we were in All Saints. Very so good. nobody had like gone for the same thing, so I just thought that That's was... Fun. In fact, one girl came as a um, a Power Ranger, <laughs> which I'd, like, I'd never epic, even thought. I was just like, epic choice. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Uh, and then one friend came dressed as Tony Blair. Brilliant. Which, uh, I just loved. Oh my god, amazing! Uh, and then we did a quiz that I'd written all about Claire. Nice. The, so like questions that were really going to embarrass her Good about work. you know like dreadful boys. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we'll definitely have an element of that on our first night. I think that's a key part. I think all the all the Hindus have. I've been on having incorporated as a Mr. and Mrs. or a... Oh, the Mr. and Mrs. on ours was unbelievable. Yeah. Her fiancé, like, dove head first. He just took it full on. 
like I sent him the questions he like recorded it send them all like his answers were hilarious brilliant I was like I, I applauded him non-stop <laughs> for his commitment to That's it he awesome. really like got in got into the spirit of yeah. it all have you ever been on a Hindu though when there's been like a butler in the buff or anything oh, like yes. that oh yes yeah yeah I never have how first is, Hindu how is that as an experience hilarious yeah yeah, in fact, two Hindus I've had speaking volumes about my second <laughs> Maybe three. No, definitely two. Yeah, no, it was, and it was our first Hindu as well, so I think everyone was just a bit overexcited about the whole experience anyway. That whole Hindu was hilarious. We, we stayed in the New Forest in a lovely cottage. There, was, there must have been about 20 of us. It was in November, and the bridesmaids decided... The bride was really wanted a physical activity oh, as, well as, as well as the drinking part, and she's really sporty and stuff. So we did a cycling treasure hunt. A cycling treasure hunt? That... I think I saw some girls doing that when we were in Kent. So we went to the Gusbourne Vineyard. Lovely. And went on an amazing tasting yeah. and had the most delicious lunch. Sounds great. And when we were in the minibus coming back, <laughs> we saw all these girls on bikes. It was an incredibly hot day. And we were like, what are they doing? Like, yeah. They look so exhausted yeah. and like sunbeaten. <laughs> and I was like, what? And someone went, I bet they're doing a treasure hunt. And I was like, thank God. I had the foresight to book us on a video tour. I, I was a big fan of the... I found the whole experience hilarious. I mean, it was perishing cold. It <laughs> poured... It yeah, it was November. <laughs> it poured with rain at one point. One of the girls had to lie in a bath for about an hour when we got back because I think she had hypothermia. <laughs> <laughs> They had all these different activities where you had to uh, uh, you had to uh, get a photograph. We had like a Polaroid type camera. We had to get a photograph of at least two of us in a shop window. Oh, that's fine. Uh, yeah, so it wasn't just like collect stuff. It was like find a, a stone with a hole in the middle of it, which of course doesn't exist. You have to find a stone, and then you have to find somebody with some kind of drilling equipment <laughs> to put a hole in the middle of it. And uh, yeah, so we all got very competitive. And then in the evening, as our reward for surviving that, we had butlers in the buff arrive. Which was hilarious. And actually, at that stage, they were quite still a new phenomenon. So, no, like, everyone was just like, what is this? And it's cool because it's brilliant because once a year on Facebook, the photos come up. Oh, hilarious. Like, next to a bottom, pulling a funny face. Did you dress, or on the previous Hindus you've been on, did and did the bride get dressed up in, like, L plates and a veil and condom earrings? And Do you know what? I don't think they've ever... I've, no, I think, I think we've all been terribly classy. Because this is what I found in all the Hindus that I've been on. The bride's been like... I don't want to be wearing like penis dealy boppers that flash. <laughs> I don't want elf, like I don't want that nonsense. Yes, yeah. Uh, so for my friend Laura's Hindu, which we had about six years ago, we got her this veil, which she was like, "This veil's actually really nice. I might wear it on my wedding day." <laughs> and then we had penis straws, and then we made her um, a bracelet out of penis pasta that we'd spray painted gold. Amazing. So we went quite classy and then I think we'd got <laughs> we'd like got had loads of this penis pasta that we then like spray painted gold that we use as like table decoration like table confetti. That was genius. Um, and then for Claire I got her a veil what else did I get her? I think it maybe it was just the veil and we had some penis straws but there wasn't like the normal paraphernalia. Yeah we done that I mean penis straws. I think they're a, a staple. I think they everything. Is... But I, I did feel guilty when I ordered these penis straws because I was suddenly like, straws are bad these days. Yeah, you're right. So at the end, there was one girl who was organising um, a Hindu for her friend that I think is in August. 
and I gave her the penis drawers. I was like, I think these should be recycled. No. I said, put them in the dishwasher when you get home and use them on your hen do. Because That's the wife's like, what are we going to yeah. do with them? It's the unexpected impact of David Attenborough. <laughs> A very good impact exactly. of the lovely the David Attenborough of penis straws. But I think they'll have to they'll have to become like cardboard ones or something. Yeah, in they the will. Future That's a very good point. They, they're quite, <laughs> quite solid plastic. Yeah. Uh, so, so on your international um, Hindu, has there ever been like? Because obviously, if you're in the UK and yeah. something goes wrong or you suddenly like run out of booze, yeah. you know that you can just go to your local Sainsbury's and yeah. sort it out. But when you're in Marbella, yeah. Are there any, like, hazards, as it were, in terms of sorting things out? Yeah. Just like, well, how do we even get to the, the, the I venue? Lo- I love the fact that your number one crisis was run out of booze. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That would be a number one crisis. No, it was, that was run like clockwork. Yeah. So that was the bride's sister. And it was, it was amazing. I, I did the slightly jammy thing of flying in with everyone. And then uh, my aunt and uncle spent half the year living not far from there so I went for lunch with them which meant by the time I arrived they'd done the supermarket shop oh, so they had to do all that because that was my biggest yeah. fear if we wanted to do a Hindu and Ibiza yeah I'd be like well we're going to have to like yeah do, like do they have Waitrose Quite. online there's no Ocado yeah exactly <laughs> like I'm just I'm just confused where in the UK I know if we run out yeah. of Prosecco how I can then make <laughs> that appear yeah yeah, I don't know how they sort of that. I think they just... Because I don't think they had a hire car. I mean, I, because I, like a princess, disappeared off and just That's arrived when it was, all, it was all done. It was spotted. It didn't, it didn't <laughs> go without comment. Um, so I don't know. But yeah, I think we are taking some stuff with us on our... Adventure. Adventure. Um, so that we've got the comfort of not having to stress about some elements of it. So, yeah, we've sort of organised various things so that, we, yeah, because we were like, well, we, you know, we don't want to get there and then be like, oh, where can we get this and where yeah. can we get that? So um, between the committee, we have worked out ways in which we've got bare essentials in terms of food. Wine, we're less worried about. We think we can source that. And how has it been organising a Hindu in a committee? Great, actually. Yeah. yeah. I think just because I've been really bossy. <laughs> so. Well, I am very much of the opinion that most things work best. <laughs> as a dictatorship exactly. and that was kind of the method that I went for nice. with uh, the Hindu because I was arranging it with Claire's three sisters uh, who all live together uh, in Newcastle oh, wow. uh, so we had various phone calls and emails and stuff but then I was just like I just need to crack on yeah. yes. I just need to crack on and make make, make the magic yeah. happen as it can be quite difficult I think especially people got to I mean we were really looking that we all kind of agreed on the same yeah. thing uh, whereas I think if you've conflicting ideas yeah and I think we've been quite lucky with that as well in that I think all of us were very on board with the budget element of making sure that we weren't you know we looked at some options and actually there was one of the committee was a voice of reason and rang me up and was like hang on a minute let's just think about what matters here because there's a danger this is going to escalate and people can't come and actually let's you know look at what we can do um and also I think the other the other members of the committee most of them have got kids. One of them lives in Singapore. So I think there's also an element of like, oh, great, Bex has already done it. Yeah. Um, and I think we, you know, we all know each other quite well. So that's also quite nice in that there isn't, it's not like you're meeting people for the first time on WhatsApp and then trying to organise a Hindu together. 
which I think yeah, would be I think stressful. that would be so stressful. And I do know that has happened with friends who've obviously, you know, picked one school friend as bridesmaid, one uni friend as bridesmaid, yeah. and one work friend. Or work friend. Yeah. And I just think that's so hard because you don't know these people. But it is really fascinating seeing all these different people yes. come together. In I, I've always found that the events that I've been on, because I think I've only been on about five Hindus, yeah. that people have kind of congregated really, really well. But you also kind of need to orchestrate that as well. Yeah. So at Claire's, and I did the same on Laura's, is that we did like a quiz on the Friday night, but we split the people up. Nice. So everybody was with people that they didn't actually know. And then the next day at Laura's, we did a um, <laughs> really silly thing where people had to make a wedding dress for in out of toilet roll brilliant yeah i had someone suggest that to me the other day so good so fun and then you're they're in the same team yeah so therefore by the time we served lunch on the saturday everybody pretty much knew everybody yeah because they'd had to do all these silly activities brilliant. together therefore then at the wedding there was such a nicer atmosphere because yeah. everybody knew each other who who you know out of the 20 girls that had been yeah there. so i think it's always idea. good to like mash everyone together yeah yeah, and I think actually the majority that I've been, it's been good. There's been a good mashing of people mm. together, um, and I think actually it would be quite interesting. I think as we get older, um, the majority that do have husbands and kids are so delighted. Like one of the people on the committee is like, "No, seriously, I am going to start drinking the minute we meet." We're like, okay, and she's like, I've got a three-year-old and a one-year-old. You have no idea how excited I am. I'd have to admit, I can't believe how much booze we went through on Claire's Hendu. So I ordered pretty much exactly the same booze and food as I had for Laura's. Yeah. Because I still had the spreadsheet, so I just kind of re-uploaded it onto, onto the Sainsbury's shopping online thing. Great. Uh, and we had booze left over at Laura's. Yeah. I had to get someone to bring more booze to Claire's. Awesome. And I was just like, what on earth? But I think it was. People were just like, I'm away from the kids. <laughs> I'm intravening <laughs> this bottle of wine into me exactly. straight away. Like, look, 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 look. So it was quite interesting to see how... But everyone was very good. I yeah. said to them, the bus is coming at 11am to take us to this vineyard. Nice. Be there or be square. And everyone was there, 10.45. Amazing. I think maybe the rumour had got out yeah. that... I was quite the disciplinarian. <laughs> so I think people were like, oh, we don't want to get told off. So I feel like, let's just be up and yeah. up. <laughs> I feel like just by virtue of how early doors I started organising it, I feel like my group may well take the similar kind of, she's on it. We best be where we need to be at said times. But what I find fascinating is how people are able to just relinquish control. Yes! <laughs> and just be like, oh, we'll just do whatever you say. Because when I went on my friend Bryony's Hindu in when we went to Barcelona, which is the only overseas Amazing. one I've ever been on, and it was really, really fun. There was six of us, I think. So it was just this lovely group of really close friends. Yeah. And um, I'd be like, oh, so where are we going now? <laughs> and Laura would be like, I'm not telling you. And I was like, why not? She's like, because I know how much it's going to mess with you. <laughs> and we'd be like sitting on this metro train, and I'd be like, are we getting for this stop? She's like... They'll find out in a minute, won't you? And I was like, what are you doing this to me? She's like, because you have to be in control all the time. So I'm just letting you feel yeah. what it's like. Yeah. It wasn't enjoyable. <laughs> At all. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've done eight like that. Just following instructions. Have you ever done one where you've organised it through, like, a company? So, like, a hen... Like, yeah, hen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hen are us or whatever yes, it might be called. Have done it? No, I don't think I have actually. They've all. I've been on one. Um, 
And I felt as though maybe there could have been reported to trade descriptions, you know, tra- trading <laughs> yeah. standards, because you know they were like, "Oh, and you're going to stay in a three-star mm. luxury hotel with spa," and it was like a travel lodge and a swimming pool say, and a we were in yeah, next to a pretty much local gym, uh, and you'll go for a beautiful Italian meal. It was like a bella pasta, nice. uh, and entry into a top nightclub. It was Tiger Tiger, <laughs> and then I was just a bit like. We've paid how much money for for what? Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it was fun and like you know, it was great for us all to be there. Yeah. But even the bride was a bit like, I don't want to do this silly treasure hunt. Can we just yeah. sit <laughs> in a beer garden somewhere yeah. and do that? So yeah. I think sometimes making it more bespoke. Yes. Yeah. It, I, I don't think you could ever do exactly what you'd want to do with one of those companies. No, they're definitely adding money on. Yes, and it's going to cost more, and you could use that money for booze. <laughs> Which does also make me think, maybe we should be getting paid. <laughs> this is true. Because I, I find it really interesting in some ways that like, if you're the bridesmaid, it's basically like a badge of honour mm. that you are the best friend. I'm, I'm yeah. excited to so, finally you know, have it. There's a, there's a high status. Yeah. Yeah. And like, on the day, people are going to be like, oh, you must be close. Yeah. <laughs> you're a bridesmaid. So there is a high status element to it. Yeah. But ultimately, you're an unpaid intern <laughs> yes. organising a very important event for them. Yes. So it's, it's, it's just like real like juxtaposition yeah. of high status importance. Yeah. <laughs> Or if you could just organise this really complicated thing. Yes, very administrative job. Yeah, really. <laughs> like, if you could just send really passive-aggressive text <laughs> yeah. messages to people, asking them for money. I say this in my comedy set at the minute where I go, you know, you are basically like a bailiff in training when yeah. you're yes when you're organising a hendu. Because you're constantly asking people for money. It's very true. You know, again, it, I'm wondering actually though, we've got to a stage though that everyone, they, like people have paid straight away, like it's all just been like clockwork, but I think that's because the majority of us will have been between four and eight tendus. And it's like, we know the drill, we know these people have paid money, we need to give it to them straight away. When I organised Elliot's stag do, which was more like a hen do because it was predominantly gays and gals, yeah. I think there were two straight boys on it. I don't think I've ever had to chase people for money so much. And I think one of the problems was a lot of the people, like, have got really, really good jobs. Yeah. And I'd split it. So I was like, if you can give me the deposit now yeah. and then the rest of the money later. I've done staggered payments yeah. as well. Yeah. Because, you know, not everybody's got yeah. 250 quid exactly. available to unexpectedly yeah. pay. And this one lad was like, I just don't understand why she just doesn't ask me for all the money at once. This is just all too much. And I was like, I'm trying to be helpful to the majority. But he, it, so he was just like, I, I just don't know what I'm meant to do. And it got to the point where I was like sending him like a daily text message and an email. And, that, and like then being to Elliot being like, can you just get these people to pay? Like just like it's driving me insane. Oh, so I, you maybe need to have two payment options. Yeah, the staggered ones for people with normal jobs. I love it. And then they're like, give me all the money and more. I love it. The standing order. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. And the long sum up front. So Brilliant. out of the Hendrix you have been on, which has been your all-time favourite? The Marbella one? Yeah, Marbella was it. It took us all five days to recover. And if you were to have your own Hendu yeah. next summer. Oh. Because let's. Let, I like to live in a world of yes. optimism. yeah. What would you want to do for your own handy? Oh, that is good. I don't. I, I would be tempted to try and do a mirror image of Marbella, which I think would be dangerous, because your expectation would be too high, and and the chance of you completely reenacting it. Mm, Barbados. <laughs> oh, nice, a Caribbean yeah. one. 
I mean, I feel like that's quite extravagant that the majority of my friends would not come. Yeah, but then I think you'd be able to weed out the good friends from the <laughs> Exactly. Friend. Yeah, exactly. Given the majority of people... I don't know. I kind of feel like at this stage, you know, by the time that I get married, I'm going to remain positive, that would it actually be at the stage where a little bit like I'm experiencing with this one, where people are like, oh my goodness, thank goodness, this is like a really valid reason to leave my adult responsibilities for four days. And actually, they, and actually everyone's got quite proper jobs by now, and they'd be going, yeah, I'd be there, let's do it. Yeah, so, let's hope so. Yeah, I think I would quite like a... I would quite like an abort one, but then equally, I think would people be so weary by that stage, of would be like, guys, we'll just do it in London, it's fine. I know, I'm kind of... Because I, if I get married, I'd want to have a London wedding. Nice. Like, I've got it all planned. Love exactly it, yeah. What's happening. Um, <laughs> this is how organised I am as a person. Brilliant. Not because I'm like a, I must get married kind yes. of like weirdo. It's just I'm like, well, look, you've got to be planned. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got to be ready. Exactly. Uh, but I think for, for a Hindu, do you know what? It's weird because I think in my mind, I'm more like prepared for my stag do because I've got so many male friends. Yes. Oh, should we go to Vegas? I can imagine something like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. So I, I kind of am more in my mind fantasizing about like my male friends nice. taking me to a casino in Vegas and that being like, nice. let's just like waste loads of money on nonsense. Love it. Whereas I feel as though my girlfriends would be a bit like, well, we'll hire a house and we'll just do what you've organised for us every time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. Maybe that's how it works, that you, you get the Hindu that you deserve based on mm. what you've organised. Yeah. Maybe I need to up my game for the next time yeah. I'm in. <laughs> well, that's been brilliant. Thank you so much for talking about Hindus. I've Pleasure. really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So there we have it. Hindus. Where will you be going on your Hindu? I mean, I think it's firmly clear that Marbella, or indeed Barbados, is Rebecca's choice if she gets married. But I did really enjoy talking about like the logistics of organising a Hindu with someone who is quite organised uh, and perhaps as finickety as I am as, you know what, getting the money and just getting the dates sorted and having to do all the admin can take up a lot of time. Um, so think about that when you're doing your planning for a Hindu and also think about the people who are coming, what can they afford, what will they want to do like, you know, fit your activities and your um, finances, I guess. You know, what's the budget around the audience that's actually coming? And, of course, keep the bride in mind as she wants to have the best time ever. And you want to make sure that she does too, uh, as it will be really fun. It'll be a really lovely weekend that hopefully everyone will remember for a very, very long time. Anyway, do uh, subscribe to the podcast. Do rate and review us. Uh, do follow us on the social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Wedding Guest Pod. If you want any topics covered, do send us an email to Sarah at WeddingGuestExtraordinaire.com uh, and do listen in next week. But until then, do take care. I'm Sarah Southern, your Wedding Guest Extraordinaire. <laughs>